Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Renderos Brothers. What up? I am Sam. I'm Mike. And here we are with you on a lovely Thursday morning, if you are listening to it on Thursday morning when it comes out. Um, Yeah, so we're going to be talking about Resident Evil and a bunch of shit. Uh, The two films that we watched this week were... uh, A City of... uh, No, Cutthroat Cutthroat City. City. And and, uh, One Night in Miami. That's right. So uh, let's get the show. And WandaVision. Oh, that's right. WandaVision. Completely forgot about that. (laughs) I watched it, but I completely forgot we were going to talk about that. Cool. All right. (laughs) Let's let's get this started. All right. Okay. So let's get this started. First, Capcom released a visual teaser demo it kind of like in the style of pt but for uh resident evil 8 pt uh pt was the playable teaser for silent yeah, no, hills so I, was, I wanted you to say what the fuck you meant by pt because i'm sure you've never heard of like P- myself i don't know what the fuck you're talking about uh you don't play that many video games do you? no i do not so yeah pt was a playable teaser demo that uh, was released by hideo kojima and okay. people in you know konami yeah when he was still working with them before they they had internal struggles and then Konami pushed him out. It was a it was a whole ordeal that happened, and it, but it made people excited for Silent Hill. Yeah, the new Silent Hill because Silent Hill has been on a on a bit of a downslide over the last couple of years, and okay. so yeah, I played it. I think forgot I forgot which one I played, and that shit was fucking weak. Yeah, and um, you know, so everyone was excited because Hideo Kojima likes to fuck with shit, and even in the playable teaser, you have to figure out little things. To be able to release to get to the trailer of Silent Hills with Norman Reedus, who eventually ended up starring in his game Death Stranding. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. And so Capcom, you know, is doing a new Resident Evil called Village Resident Evil Eight, which continues the story from Resident Evil Seven, which I haven't finished because I was playing it in VR and it is fucking terrifying in VR. So I got to go back and finish that, but. Really, really cool that they released a demo to be able to play. I mean, you played it. I mean, what did you think? I thought it was fucking sweet. <clears throat> I like the fact that, uh, well, it looks super clean, first of all. Uh, it definitely reminds me, sound-wise, kind of like the fucking uh, the first Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, especially the jump off of it. Um, I like that. I like the fact that it was kind of easy for me to figure out, too. I'm not going to lie. That kind of made, that made me feel more comfortable with playing the game because usually I don't like these fucking puzzle figure the fuck out type of shit. Yeah. But if you're just examining shit and stuff like that, then I like that. Yeah, but I mean, eventually what what happens is that you know you do have some basic puzzles. But yeah, but it's nerve nerve wracking going through the fucking world because um, <laughs> it's just everything looks just so crisp. You know what I mean? Yeah, the visuals on this fucking game. I mean, because the Resident Evil engine is you know they've been using it since. Um, Resident Evil 7 but it really shows like the power of this fucking engine because everything looks sharp and clear and on the PS5 it definitely looks fucking amazing I can you know but I remember just playing Resident Evil 2 yeah, yeah. with the RE engine it, it looks wild as shit I mean it, it is a whole different story for this fucking game but I'm really excited so you're escaping from a dungeon and you're looking for like a key to get out and lock picks and you're walking through this like jail cell old school like area you find a guy hanging his yeah legs. which fucking I, I like the way they made him look yeah um 
way more realistic because the body does turn black in a sense. You know what I mean? So I I was like, oh fuck! Like I see it was rotting. Yeah, I was like, I see these motherfuckers doing it right. And then you know you go through this house. And eventually, you find this woman that bursts into a a bunch of bugs. Like I'm not even sure what she is or whatever. And you your your objective is to find a key to get out of the house. You find the courtyard key eventually. You try to get out. And then this big, tall, behemoth woman uh, comes out and fucking <laughs> slashes you with her big old fucking yeah, uh, a fucking Freddy Krueger claw. Yeah, type of shit. Oh, and type then the vampire, the bug woman attacks you like as if she's part vampire or some shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, like, just it, it's it's exciting because it, you know demos used to be like I was I was I was looking forward to the PS5 releasing something fucking like really fucking good. On its own, you know what I mean? Because um, as of late, PS5 wise, I only have those, you know, Spider Man, fucking Call of Duty, uh, GTA 5, but, you know, that's not, it's just not enough, you know what I mean? The system's too, I understand the system's brand new, but I don't know. I, I want yeah, something yeah, yeah. to be released already. Yeah. I'm um, impatient for it. No, but I mean, like, the thing is, like, you know, obviously it's coming out on the Xbox as well, but um, this yeah, is yeah. Uh, Lady uh, Demi- Demitrescu, or whatever her name is. I can't even fucking pronounce that. Demiscreto. Is what I'm gonna call her, but she's a really tall woman, and like, she leads this group of like vampire zombies. I'm not even sure. The story looks to be intense and exciting, and but I'm just excited that demos. You know, it's a fucking demo for a game that's not coming out yet. Because you yeah, remember, yeah. like back in the day, you'd be able to try a demo and figure out, oh, you know what, I like this. I'm gonna give it a shot when the game comes out, or I'm not gonna give it a shot. And so, you know, so I'm thinking about pre-ordering it. On disc, obviously. Yeah, no, it looks fucking dope. I'm looks, definitely gonna pick it up. Yeah, it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, I didn't so, think I was gonna. Resident Evil Seven is part. If you are on on the PlayStation Plus, there is the PlayStation Plus collection. Resident Evil Seven is one of the free games that you can download for your PS Five to play. So if you want to get caught up with the story, the game comes out in, on May sixth um, of twenty twenty one. So if you're interested, download that game, play it. I'm telling you, it's a good time. I I mean, I have to finish it, but. From what I've played through VR, it is a fucking terrifying game. I'm not going to play it in VR. I'm going to play it just off the controller because I want to finish it. I want to see where this story is going. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I'm excited for it. No, I look fucking dope. I'm definitely interested in uh, playing it again. So, moving on from there. um, WandaVision came back with their third episode called Now in Color. So, Wanda's pregnancy fritzes her powers as she and Vision prepare for an accelerated delivery. This is off the IMDb page and um i i thought i was gonna get a little frustrated with the episode in terms of like oh here we go again with the family dynamic shit again <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. know like the island like the first two episodes yes and in a lot of ways it did feel that way but the second half of the episode it seemed like things were finally starting to accelerate yeah exactly like yeah, things were starting to finally unwind and and, uh, and change up and kind of be like, what What exactly is fucking going on? Exactly. Yeah. And so you see that. Uh, and again, all the episodes are directed by Mank Shackman, Matt Shackman. Um, and there was a moment in there <laughs> where Vision, Vision realized <laughs> that there's something going on. There's something's wrong with Wanda. Like he was like, there's something wrong here, Wanda. And then like she glitched the episode. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he forgot all about it. But. You know, as the episode continues, he spends out uh, some time outdoors, you know, trying to get the doctor because her pregnancy is, like, getting out of hand and her powers are acting up. There's a fucking ostrich that's, like, hounding her throughout the episode. 
Yeah, some kind of bird. Yeah. But it was weird because, like, the neighbors, right? Um, Dottie, uh, not Dottie, fucking uh, Agnes, played yeah, by Catherine she, Hahn. She was, uh, uh, they were acting real suspect as fuck. Yeah, and, uh, and then Herb. stuff. Yeah, and Herb, Herb also. I mean, he was fucking. Uh, Herb chainsawed the fucking. Uh, the, the hedge trimmer. Yeah, the through hedge the, wall. Through the, the cement wall, right? Yeah, yeah. the cement uh, brick, uh, the cinder block wall that they have <laughs> yeah, separating like, both properties. Shit? And it was just so weird. Like, and they want to tell vision, but at the same time, they don't want to tell vision. So I'm like, what is your guys' situation like? It's like are, they know something about Wanda, huh? Yeah, like they know something about Wanda. Are they figments of her imagination? Are they people trapped in there? I'm not sure. Are they her subconscious trying to tell her? Yeah. Trying to say, you know, the foreign, I don't know. Keep her stable. I'm not sure. But then you have um, Geraldine, played by uh, Tayona Paris. Which I fucking like the fact that they called, they said Geraldine. As soon as I heard, I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, That's my twin's uh, name, by the way. Yeah. uh, Her name is Geraldine. Our parents named her after uh, Geraldine Ferraro. Geraldine Ferraro, the the woman who was running for vice president with, uh, was it Mondale? I, don't know, I have no idea. Um, but anyways, um, so you know, caucus. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm not exactly sure. But anyways, um, so yeah, so happened? fucking the show was fucking. Uh, it, it, I like the fucking fact that it was like super uh, 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 intriguing because you're just like, what the shit is going on exactly? You know what I mean? And and every Mondale, every every scene. Yeah. Uh, it just the, the the pace of the show was just picked up in a in a way in a way better place i think for even from the jump to be honest yeah the, the story just moved and moved and moved and moved throughout the whole thing yeah and you could tell that geraldine is associated with sword because of the yeah. necklace that she was wearing so it's, it's it's interesting to see where this is going and like i think she gave away the game right like it looked like an upside down cross to me and i was like wait what yeah but it's actually this it's a sword right yeah, yeah. Like, like the folders in the previous episodes um, but it's interesting to see where this is going to go. So at the end of the episode, like, you know, Geraldine mentions that, you know, her brother died, uh, Quicksilver, in the events of Age of Ultron. And Wanda gets real suspicious and is like, why did you say that? Oh, yeah, because I'm having a conversation with, oh, your uh, Ultron killed your brother, didn't yeah, he? Exactly. And um, she was like, oh, because Wanda's like, I was a twin, you know, with my brother. Petrov or whatever. Yeah, and, she, and then she says he was killed by Ultron. Yeah, he was I killed was by like, Ultron. What? And so now they're starting to tie it to. So the I MCU. seen that movie, yo. Yeah, um, I seen it. I hated it. Um, <laughs> I I just it, seen it. It's, it's, one, it's one of the weaker Avengers films, um, but it was interesting that they're starting to finally. That's why I barely watched it last year. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I barely saw it last year. No lie, and, and yeah, because um, it was during quarantine. And quarantine uh, first kicked off. And um, you know so. It's it hits Wanda like what are you talking about what is going on here yeah and Geraldine cannot answer the question because she's obviously gonna gonna give away the game if she talks too early so Wanda like zaps her and kicks her out of this sends her area to a com- yeah sends her to a completely different area well like it, a completely like, different world I well, thought it, it look no it looks like they built up a security dome to contain her it looks like this city is a real fucking city that they're occupying. But Wanda is either creating this alternate universe for herself to grieve for Vision or somebody's doing it to her. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at the end of the episode, you see the camera. Finally, she flies out of the world, lands on the grass. The sword people surround uh, Geraldine. And you see that there's like, yeah, the the fence poles that are holding shit. Mm -hmm. 
and but you see that there's a real sign for this city. So again, uh, very, I think it was a well-paced episode. Like I said, I had my concerns in the beginning that it was just going to be like another family comedy, and it looks like they're finally starting to show their hand a little bit. Which, I think it's just something different, something new completely. Yeah. And, uh, and that itself, like the fact that it took us back into this like old school type of shit, and then just completely like flips it on its ass, I, I can fucking... Yeah, so I, as, I mean, they're doing a great job, I, I think. I can fucks with it. They're doing a great job. I, yeah, I wish it would yeah. get a little bit weirder, but I think this is just weird enough for people to be like, I'm interested in more. Yeah, because you don't want to fucking uh, uh, sway them too much one way because then nobody's going to be interested. In I love like, when she gets fucking no, wild. Yeah, so, yeah, but here, I, but I was I like, understand. what the fuck? I said, like, yeah. this is fucking tight. I said, finally, okay. Because I thought the same. I thought it was going to be like, a little too old school. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens on this week's episode, and then we'll talk about that, obviously, for the podcast as well. Yep. Uh, so... The, the the two films, we actually picked two films this week. Uh, we decided, you know, fuck it. Why not? Um, the first film is Cutthroat City. Um, it is directed by RZA, and it stars uh, Shamik Moore as Blink, Demetrius Ship Jr. as Miracle, Denzel Whitaker as Andre, Keenan Johnson as Jr., Kat Graham as Demira, and it's got T.I., Terrence Howard. Um, it also has Isaac Gonzalez as Detective Lucinda Benoit. Um, so according to I got that Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hey, Ethan Hawke. What's up, man? La Haka. I, I, I forget. Forgot. Dude, honestly. <laughs> about La Haka? So IMDb says, uh, <laughs> set after Hurricane Katrina, four boyhood friends out of options reluctantly accept an offer to pull off a dangerous heist in the heart of Nolens. Nolens. Um, I hated this fucking movie. <laughs> that shit was fucking uh, well, I mean, hilarious. You thought it was hilarious? <laughs> yeah, fucking it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I first saw the fucking uh, little a little icon for it on Netflix, yeah. you see Wesley Snipes like in a cheesy-ass pose holding like a gun or something. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, oh, this is the movie I want to see this, for this, sure. This, yeah, you yeah, picked this I wanted film. To fucking be la- I wanted to laugh and just like not be seeing something so fucking serious. It, <laughs> you know, that's what I wanted. It took me, I want to say, six hours to get through this two-hour film. Jesus Christ. Uh, there was a lot of times where I just had to pause and, like, walk away from the film. And and the problem for me isn't how it was directed. Like, I think RZA, who is not, you know, typically known for directing, you know, I mean, obviously he's from the Wu-Tang Clan, but he's, like, written a lot of shit. He's fucking, you know, been part of acting yeah. for a while. Um, I think he directed it just fine. It was a little too basic for me in terms of, like, what this story needed. And the story had too much going on for it. Yeah. Like, too many characters, too many side plots that somehow they, at the last minute, tied it all up to try to give it a nice, neat bow. And then they try to throw you off. But nah, because I don't think they tied it too They tried, right? Like, yeah, they tried to, because at the very end, I was just like, wait, what the fuck just happened? I knew he was bullshit. I knew when he was drawing, I knew when he was drawing at the end of the film that this was something that he was working on, right? Because, like, the detective told him, like, there's another way out for you. Like, don't be stupid. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. keep going into the crime shit. So it was him imagining, like... Yeah, but fucking at the very end, uh, um, the, the the chick that he's with, the wife or whatever, his fuck, wife, his girlfriend, uh, the girlfriend, Demira. yeah, rose up with uh, his son to his dad's house. And where he's at? Where's he at? Like, Oh, you know, like he was busy fucking. Uh... Fool was dead. That's why. <laughs> Fool got shot, yo. You know. That's what I think. I was, that's that's what I mean. So it's left me like, what the fuck happened? No, I'm telling you, it was just it was just really fucking wonkily written. Like it was. <laughs> he was dead, or he was in his school no. drawing. 
know, no, he wasn't dead. I'm telling you, he was drawing and like, but they but were I don't showing. Why would they show that last scene? I, know, I think they showed it because they're like, oh, you know, I'm trying to finally make a connection with my dad. I don't know. Like, I'm telling you, like, this movie was a fucking mess. That make no sense to you me. Know, it, the movie doesn't make it a lot of <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, no. Like, I, I was like, wait, he's drawing a comic the whole time? Yeah. Or. Yeah, right. Because the, the, it opens up with the comic shots. And like, they talk about like, oh, man, like, you're bullshitting because this, this ending is too far fetched. He's like, he's like, well, yeah, it's a comic book based on a real event. That we are now taking into, you know, uh, um, an exaggerated level because it's a comic book. Yeah, so yeah. he's drawing this comic book about this event that they got caught up in, and exaggerating it. Yeah, yeah. but it like yeah, but the way it fucking all plays out felt like shit. Yeah, like, it just it was it. <laughs> shit was fucking like what the fuck is going and, on? And then the 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 moments they were calling in the fucking movie, right? Like Keenan Johnson Jr. He's training a dog. And I'm like, oh, the dog is going to save them from something later on. Sure enough, when fucking uh, Denzel Whitaker, um, uh, when, no, no, when Shamik Moore, uh, Blink, is about to get his fucking dick chewed out by a fucking raccoon or whatever, like, the, he sicks the dog, right? Yeah. Uh, when they first meet T.I.'s character, Lorenzo, cousin. Um, cousin. Cousin. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like... And he shows the dude Hi, getting, getting attacked by the fucking raccoon. Yeah. You're like, oh, eventually one of them is that, like, that guy. That guy that, that gets first attacked, he's a fighter for UFC. Okay. Um, and, but I mean, like, the thing was, is, like, I was like, I kept uh, thinking to myself, man, that fool could probably whoop everybody's ass in that fucking room. Yeah. Because uh, he's not a good actor, so he didn't, play, he didn't portray it too well. So, yeah. so this was just but, a fighter. <laughs> but just honestly, like, it just felt like, oh, cool. All these little moments are going to play out later on. Like, yeah. I, I just don't care. I just don't care. Nah, for me, like I said, I just wanted to watch something fucking uh, mindless, essentially. And just I was like, hey, what the fuck? And then like, it ended up being like, what the wait, what the fuck? Made me think like, what? I didn't want something mindless, and I ended up like thinking like, what the fuck happened? Like, I was trying to put it together myself. Yeah, um, Wesley Snipes' character of Lawrence, like, what accent was he trying to pull off? I was like, <laughs> I'm like he was kind of like, I want to be New Orleans, but I don't want to be like. He fluctuated all over the place. Like yeah. it was never, you know. Ethan Hawke's just like fuck it. It's just me. Just Ethan me. Hawke's dope though. He's dope. He's, he's dope a, actor. I think. He, I think he has a a, a good on screen. Like it's something about him. He's that got a fucking, good persona. On yeah, screen. yeah. But his pick of movies are shitty. Really, if you think start thinking about like his all the movie, all his fucking filmography. Jesus Christ, he yeah. has some bad ones. Daylight. So, Come what the daylight fuck? or is it daybreakers? Daybreakers, yeah, daybreakers, oh, fucking vampire shitty film? as fuck. Yeah, um, but I mean, like, daylight like, was sliced alone. Forgot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just honestly fucking was bored by this movie. Yeah, like more so than anything I've seen <laughs> in a while. Funny. So for me, so that Wesley Snipes making that comeback, that oh, comeback kid right there, you know? Yeah, comeback. So I got to pay my taxes, fool. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same reason, fucking. Uh, uh, Nicholas Cage does everything and anything to fucking fill movies out. It's hey, like, Whistler, I gotta pay my taxes, Whistler. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta that's buy fucking... another pair of swords. I am yeah, Blade. You're like, you're not Blade, Wesley. He's like, I am Blade. Yeah, sure. I am Blade, you hear? I need that blade. I need that sunscreen so yeah. I go outside. I'm a daywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't just drink blood, but I drink blood. I'm a daywalker. I get, it, I get it injected too. <laughs> I gotta take these shots. Vitamin B complex. <laughs> and so, I mean, but yeah, I mean, like for me, on the Renderos Brothers Justice scale of film, the I would give this movie a three. I fucking I did not enjoy this film at all. Um, yeah, I got, it. I got. It. I thought it was so fucking even, hilarious. I mean, like a four, or like a four or some okay. shit. Right. It was pretty shitty for yeah, sure. It was pretty shitty. 
it was good action though, you know, like just like watching stupid shit, like okay, cool, you know. But yeah, so why the fuck would that fool still be sending after fourteen shots to the body? Impossible. I've seen reality. <laughs> One shot, you are down on the ground. Yeah, right. Immediately. That, that, it's like he, the body collapses, yo. Even fucking Dre getting shot, he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, fuck. Oh. I got shot. Oh. <laughs> I knew that shit, too. Yeah. As soon as he got to the got home, took off that closet. Like, who the fuck got shot? Yeah, somebody. No one, uh, I was like, ah. But yeah, and that's another thing. Like, I were, the fool that was scary got killed for sure. Sure enough, fucking next scene. Oh, I'm dying. Which honestly, to me, I was like, it doesn't even make sense because he's all the way on the fucking left hand side of the, the van, <laughs> and the cops, the quote unquote fake cops that are like running for cousin, they shoot at the fucking back window, and I'm like, all right, so they shot out the back window where the fucking bullet like turned to the left, like, completely missing Blink and hitting Andre. Like, Andre's sitting right in front of him. Like, yeah, yeah. the fuck? H- I'm honestly just... Problems with the film. It's that magic bullet, fool. Yeah. It's that JFK shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, our, our second film is One Night in Miami, and IMDb says, One Night in Miami is a fictional account of one incredible night where icons Muhammad Ali, Bienvenidos X, a Miami. Sam Cooke, <laughs> And Jim Brown gathered, discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and cultural upheaval of the 60s. Ha 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 ha. Get jiggy with it. It's directed by Regina King. It is based on the play One Night in Miami by Kemp Powers. Stars Kingsley Ben-Adir as Malcolm X. Eli Gorey as Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali. Um, Prettiest man alive. Aldous Hodge as Jim Brown and Leslie Odom Jr., as Sam Cooke. I'm so pretty. With with classic actor Lance Reddick as Kareem X. And then you have uh, Christopher, uh, Christian Magby as Jamal. I don't know why I called him Christopher. Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, I mean, Regina King. Is, fucking nailed the fuck out this shit, yo. Dude, I mean. Jesus Christ. What a fucking movie this shit. was. She's fucking on point. I like. I saw it and I, I, I saw that people were like, it's a good movie. You should watch it. You know, I had no idea what the movie was about. Initially, I thought, oh, is it based on a real-life event of these four, like, cultural behemoths? Yeah. Like, getting together and, 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 you know, discussing shit, having a good night out or whatever. And, you know, it turns out it's all, it's it's a fiction. It's fictional. Yeah, when I first fucking read the synopsis, I was like, what the fuck is this fool want to watch? I was yeah. like, what the shit? Like, this sounds fucking ridiculous. It's First of all, it's fictional, so I know it's not fucking something that happened, but... I was like, how, how fucking good could it be? These fools just get together and talk some shit. The movie is two hours and three minutes. I'll it's tell you, I didn't man. feel it one second. Like, I went through this movie, and I was like, man, I'm an hour in. I had to use the, the bathroom at some point. I was like, I got to use the bathroom. No. I paused it. I was like, oh, shit, I'm an hour in. I didn't even feel it. Yeah, it's a good fucking movie. It's excellent. I mean, honestly, Regina King directs it with such a fucking steady hand. All the fucking shots matter like there's all this context of, of things that you're seeing. It gives mm-hmm. you hints into how these characters were like living their lives during this period of time. Even all the actors, I feel like, uh, uh, really portray. Uh, oh yeah, they're fucking the, who they're trying to the, the identity of the person they're trying to, to do. Really fucking good. You honestly, for me, like uh, really convincing for sure. They were all really fantastic. The four of them had like I, I don't know. I never knew. Like I had heard of Sam Cooke, of course, but I, I didn't know what Sam Cooke. Sounded like or talked like or looked like, but I'm sure that that's what he looked like or similar to that look. And because, because even like, I mean, dude, like Muhammad Ali, his stance, the way he would, the, like, you know, Cassius Clay, the way he would stand, the way he would uh, portray his body, his movements, uh, the way he would sounded, just sounded like it sounded authentic, it sounded legit. Maybe yeah. if it sounded very convincing. Same with Malcolm X's character, 
Kingsley guy, Ben yeah. Adir played Malcolm X, and I kept on watching it, going like, "Man, this motherfucker he looked is more- so good yeah. as Malcolm X." Yes, like you know, like I I, I remember watching X with uh, um, Denzel Washington, but to me, it's Denzel Washington portraying Malcolm X, right? Like, yeah, like it's still fantastic. It's a fantastic fucking movie. I never seen it, um, but but you know, but seeing Kingsley Ben Adir play this part, it's like he was embodying. Malcolm X. Like yeah. I felt like, oh shit, I'm watching Malcolm X right now, having a discussion. Same here with all these actors. That's like, exactly what the fuck I felt like. I was like, dude, this, these, they're fucking Eli Gorey. You know, Aldis Hodge, feel that shit. Leslie Odom Jr. Like the chemistry they all had on screen as these famous people was palpable. Like you felt the camaraderie, you felt the pain of like the shit that they perceived off of each other based off what the media was portraying him as at the time as well. Yeah. Right? Like, they were like, why, you know, the, the moment where, you know, uh, I think it was uh, Malcolm X talking to Cassius Clay and telling him, like, why are you so like this? Like, why are you, why are you constantly egging on, you know, the audience? And he's like, oh, it's because of this wrestler that I, you know, watch. Like, I'm a big fan of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, And he, like, explains this whole story. I'm like, damn, dude, that makes so much sense because... If you're the villain, you're going to antagonize the audience into making sure that they fucking, like, they hate you and they're going to be fucking invested in trying to watch you lose or fail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, when you so lose, ugly. Like, right? He's so ugly. What's that fool's name? <laughs> Sam, Sonny, Sonny Liston. Sonny Liston, yeah. Oh, man. Sonny, Just, Sonny Liston's so ugly. Yo, you so, should see him up close. <laughs> he's ugly. That shit's fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, like, sweet moments. There was a lot of, like, critical discussion of, like, what they were doing, right? Like there was a, Malcolm X's character in this fictional uh, accounting, like looks at fucking Sam Cooke and tells him like, what are you fucking doing for the struggle? Like, look at you. You're not, you're fucking, you know, making tons of money, but you aren't, fucking you aren't yeah, helping making, out. Yeah. Making some fucking bullshit music. Make, making some bullshit music to please these white people. And, you know, so I'm Sam, trying to get paid. And, and, yeah, and Sam, and Sam Cooke's like, yeah, I'm trying to get and paid, I, but and I own my own shit, so I'm getting paid. But even like the story of like how he started his own record label, and then that so right, that shit's and one of his people who, right there. who had a small shit. hit, you know, was turned into a gargantuan hit by the Rolling Stones, making them even more money on the back end. Yeah, and, smart, some smart shit, dude. And, that and, dude and, was a fucking G. And it's about all encompassing all that, all that stuff. In how to maneuver, right, and exist within this world that they've lived in, how do they position themselves for success? Yeah. When, you know, that world is like crushing them at this time or trying to, you know, and um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was beautifully acted, beautifully scripted. I mean, uh, Ken Powers, who wrote the screenplay as well, uh, translating his work, a fantastic job. And Regina King, I'm telling you, dude, like, I was. Blown away. Yeah, no, I was fucking impressed by this fucking movie. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this I, shit is- like Regina King, to me, has always been super fucking talented. Has never, to me, ever been put upon, like, the pedestal of acting and, like, all the shit that she's should have yeah, been. Yeah, I agree. And, dude, like, I've always respected her work. I've always been excited about when she's, when she's involved with a project, I have never fucking once complained about Regina King. Like, and she's fucking super cool. I met her... Uh, at, at work once and super, super fucking cool. I got a picture with her. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, like, on, for me, like, I, I'm so excited that, you know, she, she was 
the executive producer for this film alongside with Ken Powers, and they fucking killed this yeah, movie. Yeah, fucking ate it's it. It's on dude. Amazon Prime. If if you guys get to watch this, please do. It is an excellent. Don't excellent get film. to watch it. Fucking go watch sit it. down and watch go it. Go watch it. Well, you know, open up your laptop to fucking watch too. Six Feet Under. Then go to go to your laptop, get into Amazon Prime, and, and fucking review this shit. Like, give it the stars. Yeah. Um, but Fuck on the yeah. on the, no, the Rend- good fucking movie. on the Renderos scale of justice, I'm. Me, per- I'll give it a fucking nine because I'm gonna watch that shit again just because it was fucking good, y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, it again. Good. I'm gonna watch it again. For I'm giving it-, it for being a fucking movie. Practically, where these dudes are just having conversations over and over and over again. Practically, that's all that's fucking going on, yo. <laughs> fucking on point. Yeah, on I, fucking point. I don't even know how to fucking what to say. I'm giving it a nine because I'm watching it again because I watch it by myself. I want my wife to watch this. Like I think it's a it's a perfect yeah. film to to watch. You know, I can I can try to do the same thing, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> your wife is more particular about shit she watches. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I mean, but yeah, please go watch this fucking movie. It is, I you will not be disappointed. I don't I don't know. I want to fucking like grab you through the fucking speakers and shake you. Like yeah. this movie is so good. Yeah, it was fucking good. Yeah, you see how the way you feel about it. You need to watch Six Feet Under. Yeah. <laughs> and talk to me. Then talk to me. Um, we might. We, I, you got the time you, you for it. You know, we, you know, we, watch that. Shit I know I got the time, but I'm reels. also trying to get through some you, stuff. It's be, be you and Thanos only. I'm sure. Well, Max, maybe Jess is old enough. Yeah, Jess it is. My oldest. I'm sorry. You can <laughs> just hit beep on that shit. Yeah, right, right. beep uh, beep. Uh, yeah, now I gotta find us, it. It'll give us a little something. Look at the time. It'll be a little bit interesting. <laughs> it'll be a little change of pace. You know, people uh, won't be uh, be used to hearing that fucking uh, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like just a fantastic film. Go watch it. Um, any tidbits this week? Oh yeah, fucking a. Yeah, I got a few, uh, uh, a good amount. Not, nothing too crazy, but you know, we got some stuff here. Let's see. Uh, let's start off with. Did you hear that? I didn't even know they're making an uncharted fucking movie. They but are. I guess it got pushed to twenty twenty two now. Yeah, they're they're been delaying a lot of stuff. Apparently, like um, the 007 film's been delayed again as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh Quiet Place Two got pushed to September. Shit like that. Uh, Spider Man. Uh. The new Spider-Man movie will be in holiday movie. It's going to be a Christmas movie. Interesting. Which okay. Is, yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy. I'm, I wonder how it's going to go. Uh, Sleep Junkie is paying a Sleeping Beauty out there, man or woman, any type of Sleeping Beauty, um, to test out two mattresses. You'll get paid $3,000, and you get to keep the mattress you like the most. So if anybody's interested in fucking making a little bit of money and sleeping good, go to fucking... Uh, sleepjunkie.com check it out they're not sponsoring us but they fucking should <laughs> god damn it all right uh we got a a throwback deal promo you know i'm all i'm on this one for sure every thursday for the next six weeks mcdonald's is gonna be doing a fucking promo um throwback deal type promotion on their application where they're selling selling a uh, like this Thursday, I think it's going to be the cheeseburgers gonna be like 25 cents but you have to spend, sit to spend one dollar only on the app and then you can get as many cheeseburgers as you want for 25 cents. Interesting. They're going to do shakes, going to do apple pies, going to do all sorts of shit every Thursday. So everybody keep an eye out on that shit because that's, uh, that's all day for me for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, Thursday we eat McDonald's, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, McDonald's to me still, I, I don't think there's a fast food place that has had such a lock on like... I fucking m- love that shit, man. Well, I mean, dude, like, I mean, like we fucking would go not that often as kids. Yeah. But, you know, like just the wanting to go as an adult... Like fuck, dude! Like I, I, I still want fuck the toys. Me, I don't know. Show me. <laughs> well, I mean, dude. I mean, remember when we were during our band days? Like we'd go and we fucking okay. So McDonald's yeah. had a, a regional test I'm here in Los Angeles. Fucking Woodman and fucking uh, what is that? Sherman Way. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we went the McDonald's so, right there. You but, know which McDonald's it is. But the we had a regional test where they introduced a Cajun McChicken sandwich for a dollar. It was the most fucking, fucking fire, ridiculous thing because and it tasted like a giant chicken McNugget just with some additional spices. Yeah, it, it was. It only had mayo and fucking lettuce. Yeah, it was it, it like and a buttery bun. We would buy a ton of this stuff. That shit was so fucking good. God <laughs> damn, I missed that fucking shit. McDonald's, you fucked up. You fucked up, McDonald's. And that was a thing recipe they, for. They had also is like on the Tuesdays or Wednesdays. They had the that 29. was the chick, that might that might have been the chicken Big Mac for you motherfuckers, but y'all don't know. Yeah, and so they had another thing where there was like twenty nine cent cheeseburgers on a Wednesday oh, yeah. and like thirty nine cent hamburgers. I, I forget exactly. And me and the band that was like thirty nine cent cheeseburgers and like twenty nine cent uh, hamburgers. hamburgers. And so, but it was like Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever. And but at me, there was five of us. We had um. We had my cousin, uh, we had our friend Ryan, and yeah, we had our homeboy. Puto. Allegedly. Nah, not allegedly. I'll fucking slap that fool. He's a puto. <laughs> um, That's not alleged, yo. That's facts. 100%. <laughs> Bro, allegedly I, facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then our... our Come ask me. Our, our guitar player, uh, Vader, and we would buy... Vader the drummer, Ryan. Ryan, my boy, yeah. And then we would buy like... Shout out to Ryan. $20 now, worth of fucking cheeseburgers and hamburgers and fucking like... <laughs> yeah, $20 was like fucking 40 fucking <laughs> burgers. Like, what the shit? Oh my God, we went fucking crazy. We used to get fucking upset at us. We'd be waiting at the fucking window for like... At least 20 minutes, dude. We would. It would be a while. We would. We'd we order we, so much, so many fucking burgers. No fries, no drink, just straight burgers. No, because we had Dry booze. mouth, yeah. We yeah. had booze, uh, you know, back at the pad. So <laughs> it was never a problem. But yeah, I, I, we went fucking go crazy. And I, I still, to this day, love McDonald's. I know that everybody talks about how shitty they are, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get it. Just, you got to pick and choose your battles. And they stamp out the fucking, they stamp out the fucking shapes of the chicken meat nuggets. Just close your eyes and bite into a chicken nugget. So good. <laughs> so good. So good. I mean, um, yeah. Uh, we got another uh, couple uh, tidbits. Is uh, I guess TikTok tailgate presentation will be by Miley Cyrus at 11.30 a.m. on CBS on February 7th for the Super Bowl. So whoever is a big fan of uh, Miley Cyrus, go and check that shit out. Uh, you know what? Honestly, Miley Cyrus, like I, I, I did meet her out in public. She was always super fucking polite and super nice. Like, she never was rude or anything. Yeah. And, and so, like, um, I'm not a big fan of her music, but I'm always like, get your fucking money. Yeah, no, dude. exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, no, do your thing. She's being herself. Well, fuck it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, last one is a little bit crazy for me, I think. Uh, I don't know what to think about it because I think it's kind of fucking insane and a little out of, world, out of worldly for us at the moment. Uh, Microsoft. Microsoft. Excuse me. That's what happens when you drink so much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it tastes so good, man, like Frank the Tank. Um, Microsoft develops an AI where it takes your personality, um, takes all your ideas, who you are, and you can put it all into this AI thing. And when you pass away, that's his word first, based off of when you pass away, then, you know, your family goes to your fucking gravesite. And that fucking, like, the AI wakes up, of course, you know, with a sensor. And then you can have a conversation with it. And it'll be, like, talking to you, you know. It's fucking insane. Now we're good. Yeah, no, but I, they it's developed. Yeah. So no, I no, just no. thought, I was like, what the shit? That's fucking... 
like it would make sense like for like historical figures like for museums and shit like that'd be cool it'd be like oh Abraham Lincoln like oh you know yeah I, but they could even do like let's say uh, Ryan Seacrest he's so much on the radio yeah they put all his audio onto this AI the AI can figure out well I had to think like this guy yeah and give you I, responses give you the same voice all that kind of shit so it's it's, it's a I for, like I said I think it's a little out of worldly for, I, I for, for what we're going through now I don't know if we can really grasp that concept we want to grasp that yeah. concept you know what I mean like yeah. it's because uh, I remember, um, I forget what the company was. Say I think Madame was, Tucson from fucking uh, Haunted Mansion, you know? Um, That's I f- some creepy shit. I forget who it was. Wait. Jordan, uh, Jordan fucking Peele. Fucking Futurama, yo. That's where they fucking, that shit must be from, you know? The, can, the heads that talk. Can I say my, my point? <laughs> go ahead, go Son ahead. Of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares, but go ahead. <laughs> um, Jordan Peele, he was doing a promotional thing for, I think, either Dolby or Adobe, and they, they had him say a quick little sentence. Yeah. And this program that they had developed took his syllables and was able to make up a word. Like, they would type a sentence, and it would be Jordan Peele saying it. And Jordan Peele was like, I only said one fucking line to them. Like, they just asked me to record one line. And sure enough, they have Jordan Peele. Yeah, to, but he like, said all the fucking syllables in that AI. But they, but they said that at the time, the I forget, is. they were saying that <laughs> they could get it within just a couple of words. It's fucking crazy. Deep fakes, yo. Yeah. I heard that they, they can do a deep fake. Uh, uh, I heard this on the radio, of course. Uh, I heard that they can do deep fake pornography now. Oh, yeah. Making, I was like, what the fuck? Dude? Uh, I, thought deep, the, I only the, thought deep fakes were like for uh, voices and stuff, like recordings. Yeah, no, uh, and there's unfortunately, like, uh, some uh, people that I follow that are YouTube personalities, uh, women who have been targeted by the deep fakes, and they talk about how hurtful it is to, you know, they're like, this hurts an image, because people can look at it and be like, oh, this is real. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man. That's like, true about the fucking fact that technology is that Yeah, and so what the way, the way deep fakes works is that it'll look through a data bank of, like, different pictures of yourself in different positions and, and all images that you've ever been tagged on, and then we'll compile it and then re, repaste it on the person. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, and it shows kind of, like, what cool technology is out there and how it can be twisted to be fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You know. It can twist it and fucking uh, use it against you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, like, yeah, but it's... It's fucking wild. The, the the technology as a whole is fucking wild. Um, but yeah, it, it is what it is. And I think there's some conversations to be had about what is what are we doing with all what this? What the fuck is the future yeah. holding it, it, for it's us with this type of shit? Uh, but what do you you guys think? You can always let us know at the, the Renderos Brothers. Um, you know, you can find us on anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros. You can find us on Instagram as the Renderos Bros. And you can email us at Renderos Bros at gmail.com or DM us. DM uh, us to either the fucking uh, Renderos Bros or to our oh. personal pages. I'm Hollywood Mike. I'm Render Me Sam. Double I with the mic, of course. Um, just remember, be safe out there, guys. I know that, especially here in Los Angeles, they're about to, uh, you know, California, they've listed yeah, the stay at home order. Wants to fucking go to restaurants. Yeah, again. I'm not fucking going anywhere. Catch some grub. <laughs> Fuck that. I grub up. The new variant <laughs> strain. Nah, it's going it, to. I don't know what to think, honestly. Like, I'm just like, fuck it, I'm staying home. Just take your fucking uh, masks, wear a shield. Don't even sit down to eat. Fuck that shit. If you're gonna go, fucking well, take that shit to go. This is tough. You can't. So you shouldn't even do that. No. In a sense, you can still catch it. When yeah. You fucking no. Take out. I mean, I'm telling you, like, don't. I'm not. I'm not fucking going anywhere. I'm still fucking doing the same shit that I'm doing because I just don't fucking trust other people. And right, like, it's me. I could trust me, but the moment that. Yeah, but I heard that there's also a. Um, what is it? A third of the a third of the population has now been affected. 
So what they're saying is, this is what I heard this morning on NPR. Yeah. Um, They're saying that if there's 20 people in a room, let's say 15 are already immune, essentially. So uh, the the disease or the fucking virus can't pass so fucking effectively and can't move. So it's going to start slowing shit down because there's already a 10% decrease in everything, essentially. Transmission, uh, deaths, all that kind of shit, uh, hospital intakes. Yeah. But... um, it is still fucked either way. Don't fucking do it. I have a fucking we ha- well we have a, a friend of ours. Uh, her um, her father in law passed away about a couple of days ago, and they can't fucking find a single place that'll take the body. No, I have a friend. A she works for one. the funeral and, home. Uh, yeah, we are in Los Angeles, everybody. It's not a fucking joke. That is a hundred percent. So I have a friend. She works at the funeral home industry, and um, she was telling me back in December that they had ordered eight refrigerators to hold bodies. Uh, I spoke to her last week as told an update. told me also eight, every refrigerator holds 24 bodies. Um, so that's eight times 24. But now they are up to 26 yeah, refrigerators. Like it's fucking insane, dude. Dude, I saw the, today was the first video I saw online of uh, some guy. He was recording a fucking ice box being opened up, bodies being fucking moved around, like yeah. or being put in there. And it's just like, yo, that shit's just, it looked like it was just a fucking parking lot. Yeah, you know? so it's for like, me, like, Gav- like Gavin Newsom, I think, folded to a lot of pressure. I also see that the metrics are dropping. But the thing is, we have new variant strains out there. We have one from South Africa. We have one from England. And we have one here in Los Angeles. We have our own California strain that is slightly different. And while rare... While rare, you can still get COVID a second and third time. I've read articles about that yeah. stuff too. So I mean, honestly, I just implore yeah, well, you say everybody get a fucking shot and keep your mask on still, even if you fucking get the shot. Yep, even if you get the shot, because you know the shot's only going to give you some protection. Um, so you'll get sick. Let's say you get coronavirus after the shot, and you get coronavirus, the effects won't be damn as damaging as they yeah. would have been had you no vaccine. Of course, um, taking the vaccine is you take it at your own risk because everybody is different. Um, your response will not be the same as 97% of people more than likely. You know, if you get a response, it's because 97% of people did did fine and you just struck ba- bad luck of the straw, yeah, essentially. I, and, and the side effects, I mean, are not going to be as bad as like COVID, right? Like COVID will fucking kill you. And the vaccine, it, yeah, it might It'll get you sick as fuck. It people might get that you are sick. In the emergency room have to be in ICU because they got the shot and they just, their body reacted. Bad, but that's fucking a rarity, essentially. Yeah, it it is a rarity because I mean, like, it's like they hit the lotto for well, in a bad way. Well, the thing was like one of one of my friends, right? Like he sent me uh, an article where twenty three people died in Norway from the vaccine, but it was clickbait because when you click on it, you see that these people were over seventy five, and the thing, the problem is that you know they're not sure if it was the shot or if it was old age. Or if it was something else that killed him, oh, so they're, they're investigating fucking, it. But my I'm, buddy has knows. Uh, he told me today that he's uh, telling him about fucking. He's like, "Are you gonna get the shot? You gonna take the shot?" And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm down. Why not?" I said, "Fuck it." And uh, he's like, "Oh well, I know a girl. She got the fucking shot, and, and she's on. She's like, she's in the hospital right now." I was like, "Oh, I don't know." I, don't I, said, I told him, I told him, everybody responds to it differently. She's probably got the fucking the short straw. It is what it is, you know. But I mean, like the thing is, like you know, I, I told him I got heart, I got a heart palm, you know what I mean? But I don't. But fucking, you don't know what put that girl in the hospital. They make that assumption, right? It's the same reason why fucking people who think that the MMR vaccine gives their kids autism is because you get the MMR vaccine between the ages of 12 months and 15 months. The first signs of autism are noticeable around the same time. Yeah. So people go, 
oh shit, it was the vaccine. It's like, no, it's when this is the first time you could notice that there's something wrong with your kid. Has yeah, nothing no, but that's to already do. Been, that's already been proven. The whole right. shit with fucking COVID is still so fresh that people are just. But people, people also are just skeptical as fuck. Essentially, people you know are what poorly mean? educated, and people don't. Yeah, people don't understand that they've been working on a fucking vaccine for this shit so, way before it even hit. Before you even knew about it even existing, yeah, they had been working on it already. So when SARS happened in 2014, they started working on the on the on the vaccine for that, and they didn't and fucking SARS, take no money from the government. You fucking idiots! And SARS is a bothers. coronavirus strain. So they were working for a coronavirus strain when a new version of coronavirus popped out and they started being like, oh, wait, there are similar aspects here because they belong to the same family. We yeah, can but also the, the, now that you say that, that new strain you're talking about, all the new strains, they haven't been confirmed to be more deadly. All they have been confirmed, well, they don't, the, they don't the even confirm, they, they think that trans, the transmission-wise, it's, it's, uh, it's evolving so that it can transmit a little bit easier. But other than that, yeah, that's they have a, no idea. We, yeah, we, there's still a lot we don't know about these new variant strains, but like I said, for me, don't take the risk if you can avoid it. I mean, yeah, honestly, like, fucking, I mean, it just, we have to be smart about this, you know? And I know that you're all fucking tired of it. Believe me, I'm fucking tired of it. I'm fucking tired of not hanging out with my friends. I'm fucking tired of not being able to go to the goddamn movies. I wish so, I could say know. that, but I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but anyways, we're going to leave it there. Uh, be safe out there, everybody. Remember, wear your mask and don't snort Legos. Fuck no. Oh, thank you.